0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
1: Chris Nowinski will be a name known to many of you. A neuroscientist, Chris is a college football player, former WWE superstar whose career ended due to ongoing concussion symptoms. But out of the ring, he's become an author and head games certainly changed attitudes. He's led inquiries into suicides. He's played a huge role in the discovery of CTE in former NFL players and athletes around the world. Most tellingly, in 2007, he founded what is now now, the Concussion Legacy Foundation. It's an organization dedicated to furthering awareness of and research on sports related head injuries around the world. Now, Chris has flown into Melbourne today and he kindly joins us on the line. Chris, uh, good morning to you. Good morning to you. What brings you to Australia?
0: Well, we started a, a chapter of the Concussion Legacy Foundation here in Australia, led by Anita Filiato and partnered with the uh, the Australian Sports Brain Bank, to try to advance the conversation here. You know, we, you guys have a great, great sports culture, but as we found, CT is an issue here too, and we all need to work together to solve this.
1: So the race to end CTE, you've got a walk planned uh, to the MCG on Sunday. Is that right?
0: That is right. I'm I'm thrilled to do it, and we got a great group of people joining.
1: Fantastic. Well, take us through the walk and, and where it's from and where it's going to and, and what you hope to to, as you say, get out of it, Chris.
0: <laughs> you know, I, I wish I knew those details. <laughs> i <Right>, sorry, <laughs> cause I don't know my way
1: around. It. I need I know, and just picking me up, and I'll make
0: the walk. But you know, if you need to, you know, find out, you know, just shoot us an email at info.concussionfoundation.org. If you would like to join us, um, but you know, essentially, we're trying to raise awareness of two things. One is the, the people we've lost to this. You know, I know that Spuds' games going on this weekend. The Frawley family, all these all these great AFL players we've lost and later diagnosed with ct it's important that we honor their memory and we honor their families and and teach us to to teach us how we can change to do better and how to support those struggling today so part of it's about that and the other part is about hey we can we control this Uh, actually the uh, we had a publication come out in the u.s we studied the brains of 600 football players who had passed away and we estimated how many times we were hitting the head using a bunch of modern sensor data based on their positions, et cetera, when they started. And we found that really what is causing CTE is the number of hits and the strength of the hits. It's not concussions. And that's very important to realize that concussions contribute, but a concussion happens once out of every, you know, 1,000 or 2,000 hits. Those other 2,000 hits are really what's Making this happen, mm. and so to prevent CTE, we have to limit number of hits. We have to limit the strength of the hits. And so we published it, the first ct prevention protocol. You know, we, it's nice that we have concussion protocols now, but those aren't going to prevent CTE. And so we can change what we do to make sure our kids and our heroes we're watching today don't develop this disease. And that means we need to hit them in the head less, and we need to get rid of the big hits. And then whatever we can do to do that, we need to do.
1: Yeah, you use the word there, Chris. Control, and a line jumped out at me on on something you'd said, or might have even been on the website, you describe CTE as the only neurodegenerative disease that is entirely preventable. Is that right?
0: That's right. It's an entirely, you know, one's born uh, with genes that are going to give them CT. If you don't get hit in the head, you won't get it. But there's this group of people, uh, you know, it used to be only men. Now it's women as well. who are exposing the thousands of head impacts and, and we should have known better because we've seen punch drunk, you know, in boxing for a long time, but, that disease was really CTE and it's what we're finding in everybody else.
1: So this is going to be hard for you to summarize, but you know, as far as world sport goes and the sports that you've become familiar with over time and their approach to things like CTE and concussion more broadly, are you satisfied you're winning the war, if I can term it like that?
0: (laughs) You know, you'd always want it to happen faster, but it is finally happening. So, uh, you know, just as an example you know, when we were battling the NFL on this issue, they started importing Australians to the U.S. to start to tell it, to tell us that we were wrong in the U.S. because CT wasn't a problem in Australia. So someone like Paul McCrory mm. was being flown to New York and, and, and would tell stories. Paul McCrory is now no longer in charge. And the Australian Football League, who used to be, you know, the people we are fighting on this issue now acknowledges as of March in their statement to the Senate inquiry that they they appreciate that repetitive traumatic brain injuries do cause CT. And that for me, that's a huge breakthrough because I don't want to fight with all these sports organizations. I'd rather work with them to try to make this, these games safer because, uh, you know, part of my day is, you know, having uh, – former players reach out to me desperate for help as their lives are falling apart and those stories we know here. And I don't want to have to do that anymore.
1: I was going to ask you that. Is your day just filled with, you know, as you say, desperate former athletes, males, females, just contacting you with the symptoms that they have? You must be you must be inundated as the years have rolled on.
0: Uh, you actually, you know, it, it, it became so busy that five years ago or almost five years ago, we started a helpline that uh, basically when someone reaches out, I have now a team of four people full-time in the U.S. Hmm. that are finding them doctors, finding them support groups, doing all these things. We just passed our 5,000th person. But even for me, just in the last week, two, two players that I played against in college reached out. So just to give you a window, like it's, and, I, and, and to be honest with you, if you want to go deep, I just lost my college roommate to CT, yeah. uh, who was the captain of the Harvard football team who played in the NFL, who drank himself to death very secretly, um, in his 40s, and and um, and he had stage two CT, and he left four kids behind. So um, it's it's far too close.
1: So so Chris, I, I guess I wanted to put it to you. You know, some will say, well, some sports are inherently dangerous. The AFL's one, the NFL's one, and I'm not expecting you to be completely across all the rules here in our game, but here where sort of the AFL is cracking down on any head-high hits in in a punitive fashion and also mandating longer rest and recovery times for those who have been concussed. But what do you say to people who who come at you, and I'm sure they do, and say, you know, this sport just can't be changed. It's dangerous if you sign up for it, then you should know what you're signing up for.
0: Yeah, you know, we've gotten that for years. Um, So when we launched the CT Prevention Pro, what we're trying to teach people is that you know, you can still have an entertaining sport without killing the guys you're watching on TV. Yeah. And so one of the examples we put in the CT prevention protocol is if you cut half the hitting out of practice in American football, half the hits to the head, um, through, for, for someone's high school and college career, you would reduce their risk of CT by more than 50%. That's what the data says. So a fan wouldn't even notice that, that the, person's, the game changed at all. It's just getting rid of the dumb drills, the, the, the extra hits you don't need in practice, um, and you get to a safer game. And then when you talk about getting rid of the hard hits in the AFL, like I fully, fully support it. If you want to watch the great players play, it's easy to knock somebody out. Anybody can knock anybody out running full speed when they can't see you coming. So we have to get rid of that if we actually want to have an entertaining game with our stars out there. And if you want to watch people just, you know, go destroy each other um, – you know, I don't know. I mean, then just, just watch boxing. But these sports aren't boxing. These sports are, are, are meant to be something else and something our kids play.
1: Yeah. And you're here at an interesting time, aren't you? I mean, you mentioned uh, Danny Frawley in Spud's game tonight that you're familiar with. But also, you're here not long after a bunch of class actions were lodged in the Victorian Supreme Court. I think up to $1 billion, some people are saying, in compensation is being sought. So we're a bit behind what's taking place in America in the NFL, but it's all taking place here. And it's about, about to hit the Supreme Court as well. Yeah.
0: And, and, and you know, we don't, I, we don't necessarily take positions on the lawsuits, um, but I, we do recognize that these people are, these former players are struggling. A lot of them can't work anymore. And, and, so, you know, and, and it was very clear when the NFL, there was the NFL settlement that's now they've paid out over a billion dollars to players. Uh, the NFL covered this up very aggressively for a long time, and that was part of what I helped expose. And so I think that they should be paying this out. I don't necessarily know as much about the history here mm. um, to say, um, you know, I, I don't want to make any flippant calls here, but I will say that um, the players are struggling and 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 they need help. And if they have to get it through the court system, I understand why they're doing it, and um, and I hope they get all the help they need.
1: Chris, really appreciate you joining us this morning. Uh, obviously not long off the plane. So the Concussion Legacy Foundation can be Googled. The the, the race uh, to NCTE and the walk on Sunday can all be found online. Uh, best of luck with it on, on the weekend and, and all the work that you're doing. Well done. Appreciate you joining us.
0: I appreciate it. Thank you.
1: That is Chris Nowinski, Dr. Chris Nowinski, former WWE wrestler, college football player, um, and now neuroscientist. I'm sure a lot of you have been familiar with his work over time. Great to have him on. Uh, Buddy bet users, follow the SEN Captain's Run account. You know the drill, comment, like on the jackpot group. For tonight's game, it's the Saints and the Lions. It is Spuds game. We're talking most disposals earlier. But what's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. This text Uh, came in was the ashes chat recorded on an old TDK D90 cassette left over from the 80s not great sound quality I do apologize forces outside of our control but hopefully it was listenable at the same time I tell you who is listenable it is the pipe Dwayne Russell I tell I hope he's got the vest on uh, the flak jacket Uh, he's in the bomb shelter hope he's got all of that and more he might need it he's going to join us next ahead of a big edition of Midday Madness stick around